They are bad. Wow. Worst Steelers team of your lifetime? No. Okay. So we're not that bad. Not there yet. Potential, though. Potential's there. There's one positive we can take away. Not yet the worst team we've seen in Crowley's lifetime. That's good. Yeah, but I think looking for positive right now is just a fool's errand. You just can't look for it. I don't know that there's a single positive. It's all BS if you try to spin it. Like, that was a bad, bad game. It was a bad football game. I don't even think the Bengals are that great, to be quite honest with you. Really? You don't think the Bengals are good? No. What a hot take. I'm sorry, but I'm not willing to go there yet. (laughs) No one is. What? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) You found the Crowley Show podcast where your mom listens and you should too. Check me out on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Get after Brian at FBomber73. Hit up Shirtless Tom at Madden Producer. And please, tell your kids, tell your wife, we're doing podcasting up in here. The Steelers are 1-2. and two, And I have no earthly idea how the frig they beat Buffalo. We're going to look back on that as the apex of the Steelers season. And I think that Bills fans are going to look at that as the low point of theirs. The Bills have scored like 93 unanswered points. Meanwhile, the Pittsburgh Steelers lost to the Las Vegas Raiders, and they may or may not be good. Who knows? It's only (laughs) three weeks into the NFL season, and they just lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. And whilst they are improved, I don't think that the Cincinnati Bengals are very good. But if you want to look at the Steelers just in the vacuum, Last week on Countdown to Kickoff, I brought up that the wrong question was being asked about the Steelers. The question was, what's wrong with the offense? In all these Twitter polls, it listed a bunch of things, right? And you had to vote, implying that there's one real thing wrong with the offense, and then you can fix a bunch of stuff if you just fix the primary concern. I thought that that question was flawed, because it's not to me what's wrong with the Steelers' offense in that there's one answer. It's, is there anything, any single positive to be gleaned from the Steelers' offense through three weeks? And the answer to that is no. They don't have any answers to the questions. This is the worst offense, I think, if you look about, if you think about expectations coming in in the entirety of the National Football League. Like, no one expected Jacksonville to come in and just roll, right? No one was thinking that other assorted bad teams were going to be bad. Right. Or good, right? But people thought the Steelers' offense might be okay. A lot of people thought it would be bad. But some people thought, you know what? Good skill position talent. You bring in a really good running back. The line's not going to be good, but last year's was bad. It can't get any worse. And I am here to tell you that it got worse. The offensive line is a train wreck. And now, Kendrick Green, he's done. We don't know for how long. Maybe he'll be back next week, but he was done in this game. Chooksakorafor, he got a concussion. He's, I would say, unlikely to play next week against the Green Bay Packers. So, who plays for those guys? The dudes who weren't good enough to crack the Steelers' starting lineup in what might be the worst Offensive line in the NFL. So the offensive line's a joke. They can't run block. They can't pass block. 
People want to crush Matt Canada. And, oh, yeah, let me tell you what. There are reasons to kill that guy. But why does Ben get rid of the ball in 2.2 seconds? It's because they can't pass block. And whenever they did try to throw the ball down the field in this game, and when they did try to throw the ball down the field against Buffalo, guess what happened? Ben got his ass beat. So they can't run block. They can't pass block. Well, how about the quarterback? How's he look? There was a point during the game where Brian looked at me and he goes, Ben seems off today. Everything's (laughs) high or low. And I said, yeah, or left or right. He's woefully inaccurate. He doesn't take chances in the middle of the field. He threw two interceptions today, one of which, I mean, I threw in flag football seven years ago in college. Where you just don't see the guy coming across the middle of the field. But the thing is, Ben Roethlisberger tried to fit it into a window that didn't exist. And maybe that should be the title of today's podcast. The window that doesn't exist. Because they thought Ben could come back and lead them somewhere. And he can't lead them anywhere. Because the offensive line's a disaster. He's 39 years old. Every time he scrambles, every time he moves, every time he runs, nuts and bolts fall off of him. He's got gears that are coming out of his butt crack. I'm pretty sure I see the team doctor dropping oil on his yeah. like joints just in the middle of the game. Yeah, just to make sure that's still working like a little the bit. Like man? Yeah. Like after his injury, after the first interception, they cut away real quick. But if you saw, he was getting the oil ready to go put a couple drops in. It was moving a little. It was a little rusty. Yeah, well, just a little. Yeah, yeah, just a little drop, drop, drop. Ooh, his pec nice. coming in was a problem. Yes, it was. And then they checked out his elbow a couple of times. He landed on the shoulder. <laughs> Here's a not-so-hot-takey prediction. There's no effing way that guy survives this season. None. No no way. Brett Favre never came off the field, ever. He played like a million straight games. He's Cal Ripken Jr. of the NFL, right? Except it's actually hard to play every day in the NFL whenever you're a quarterback. And his last season, they're scraping him off the concrete at the... At the, where the Minnesota Vikings played. The Minnesota Golden <laughs> Minnesota Gophers Field. played, is what I meant. Yes. It was frozen. And like just, weekend at Bernie style, yes. where you're just propping them up with sunglasses. Sticking their hand <laughs> up his ass to try to get him to, to work like a mannequin. And even he couldn't do it. The Iron Man of all Iron Men couldn't do it. And Ben Roethlisberger's played through a whole bunch throughout his career in the National Football League. But I just don't see how it's going to be able to get done this year. Isn't that the thing about Ben, too? You say, oh, he's been through so much. He's been such a warrior, and he has been. But that would obviously lead to him wearing down faster than other quarterbacks in the league. Brady never got touched in New England. You know what I mean? He's like a car that in the first five years of ownership, you took cross-country like eight or nine times. Yeah, and just pushed it to the limit. This isn't a bad thing that this is happening to him. And really, they've left it in the garage largely the last five years or even before that since Todd Haley was around, but already the miles were on it. Right. Like, it doesn't matter. You can get a new paint job and you can switch some things out, but it's still got all the miles on it. Yeah, I mean, at this point, look, you can't question your car's longevity because it's lasted you this long and provided you the service you needed for this long. So the thing's great. Great, but it's, I mean, uh, maybe you want, I don't know, like windows that don't roll up. 
you know, like you're electric now. Maybe some heater that works. You don't have to turn the key the wrong way to make it start, you know? Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> tried to throw a ball short today, did throw a ball short today, and fell over. He did. He just straight up fell but down. In the a old weird, turf monster got him. Like, it was in a weird, like, old guy way. Yes. Look, I'm not, I don't want to clown Ben, but it was like the same kind of fall you see a guy, like, walking to, like, the giant eagle. Yes. Like that old man, you're like, oh my god, I got to run over and help him. Yes, it's not good. It's, it's not good. It's bad. He's he's on the football equivalent of hospice care right yeah, now. It is. It's he real bad. he had a take in the post game press conference where I, I think it might have been maybe it was Jerry or Dale that asked him how he was feeling, but somebody did, and. His words, I hurt all over. And I'm like, I know you do. I see that. It's like you cannot even hide it. It hurts to watch him get up. It, you're like, it's like watching a prize fight where you want the ref to call it. And yes. just be, or you want, just, yeah, it's done. Ding, 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 ding. Like, get him out of here. But, oh, man. It's week three. And it's actually technically <laughs> yes. week, it's actually yeah. technically week two because in his own personal body clock for this year, there's an extra game that he's never had to go through. He really just needed to walk away. Do you think, in his mind, he wanted to really put that checkmate on that quarterback class and say, I won the two Super Bowls and I played the longest? So he goes, give me that one more year. I get that extra year on Phillip Rivers. I'm better than Eli. I'm better than Phillip. I'm the best of the 2004 I think he already probably thinks he's better than those guys. But you know he wants those records. I think They're he thinks records. that they can win. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he doubts it for one bit. Yeah. Like, he's frustrated. Again, back to the press conference. Like, he mentioned it. I'm frustrated. I, I hope what we're, we're working hard. I don't know. I hope it comes together, basically. So is the ironic but, thing, then, that he thinks he's here because he thinks they can win, and perhaps his presence is the biggest thing holding them back from winning? See, but that's the thing. It's not just him. It's largely him, but it's also the it's, line. Yeah, of course. And, and he's not communicating well enough with the receivers, and apparently it's the hardest playbook in the history of football to, to be able to consume because they only run yeah. Matt Canada's stuff yeah. like 10% of the time. You need but Nate Peterman to get that playbook. This is why... When I got crushed after the Detroit game for saying this does not mean anything to me, the, the preseason right. game, this is what I was talking about, except I was also a little bit wrong because I said this doesn't matter because we need to see where Ben is at the end of the season. Ben looks like he looked at the end of the season last yeah. year at the beginning of this season. That's the issue. I thought Ben might still look good early this year. I thought he would look good early in tail off because he's 700 years old. <laughs> But that's not the case. He just sucks. And if he sucks now, let's say by some miracle the defense gets healthy and they start playing great football and they're in a playoff hunt come December, he's going to be throwing the ball backwards. <laughs> I just, it's over. And not only is it just over for this season, but this era of Pittsburgh Steelers football is over. Tom, how old are you? I am 27 years old. So Ben Roethlisberger, you were 10 when Ben Roethlisberger was drafted. That's correct. <laughs> so you you don't even remember Cordell and Tommy Maddox oh, and all how that. How dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? I remember Cordell Stewart. I cried those tears in that AFC Championship game. I remember yeah, Tommy Maddox. Yeah, but they were for Tommy like Gunn. baby food. They were for the actual game. I wanted my baba, too, but I also thought that the Steelers should have won that freaking game. You were seven. I love Tommy Gunn. I love Tommy Gunn. You Little were Tommy eight. Tommy Flake cereal. He's great. Yeah, Number eight for Tommy Maddox. Listen, this is... This uh, is all Tom knows. 
It's all I really I know, too. I really just laid out that it is not all I know. Well, it is you. all Tom knows. Tom, <laughs> you, you, you could not have described a 3-4 defense when you were seven years old. How dare you? You you could not have you could not have told your I didn't need to because the Patriots were in base four three. They weren't even allowed to stay up that late to watch the game. <laughs> Ty Law never it came off the field in nickel situations, <laughs> and he never did. Ty Law was jamming our receivers. Heinz Ward couldn't get anywhere. Couldn't get off the line. <laughs> ah, Spygate says seven year old Tom. I said that to my dad. I said I think he's cheating, Belichick. <laughs> I think this college football season's very 2007. It's chaos right now, my man. Uh, Nuts. It's chaos right now. How are you doing? I'm okay. Sure? I think that's a good win. Or a good <laughs> you didn't win, they but it's a good loss. Wow. We are 2-1-1, one, and one, and the extra one is in the moral victory category. You won the game. Let me be very clear. And well, then no. the center snapped the ball past your quarterback. No, but that they game was won. No, because of that snap, they did not win the game. You're right. That is the very You're reason right. they did not. <laughs> you are right. Yeah. But they did have it kind of No, won. they did not they have it. They did, they did, they did I was not sitting have on it. my couch going, those sons of bitches, they're going to win this game. And then the ball went past the quarterback, and, and then they didn't. I mean, I feel like that's a thing in football that I could do. Like, I could do that. The snap? I can snap a ball, dude. <laughs> snap like, give me, that's all I have to do all the time? I can snap. It's so basic, and that's what caused The worst it. thing is, the play before was a snap infraction. The center did a double clutch. Uh, so you would think that the next snap, you'd you be would, on your snap. It game. would be the greatest snap of your life. <laughs> right. Like you redouble your efforts yes, on your snap. That you hit the quarterback right in the jimmies. You got to put it right there. He's clearly thinking about the snap, though, right? Two bad snaps in a row. You just got to snap one off. It's very likely. In fact, I'd say about 100% likely that the Steelers are bad, truthfully bad, for the first time since 2003. And there are varying degrees of bad, obviously. The Steelers have gone 8-8 a handful of times since then. But the Steelers have not been eliminated from playoff contention prior to Week 17 with Mike Tomlin as head coach, save for one season. They've been in the playoff, quote-unquote, conversation for every single game of Mike Tomlin's tenure, save for one. That is remarkable. And Ben Roethlisberger obviously has a lot to do with that. This just in, they're going to be eliminated before week 16, 17, 18, oh, probably yeah. this year. Oh, yeah. uh, this does not, to me, look like a team that's going to be able to win a lot of games. And I don't think I'm breaking any news for Steelers fans that are listening to the podcast that watched the game that transpired this weekend. <laughs> Spoiler alert. They suck. Suck, man. The problem is they've dug themselves a hole already, and this is supposed to be the easiest part of the schedule. You get that win against Buffalo. You figure, wow, we got one we didn't think we'd get. And then you think the Raiders and the Bengals are coming to town. Those guys ain't that good, and you're at home, favored in both games, and you lose them. You figured if the Steelers had beaten Buffalo before the year, they're going to start 3-0. and And then you'll go on the road, they'll lose to the pack, but then you got Denver, and you'll beat those guys. And I'm not going to read the schedule, but 
You figured if the Steelers were going to be good this year or make the playoffs, they were going to make their hay early, and they've already coughed two of those up. The schedule only gets more grueling as the season wears on. In the last month of the year, forget about it. So I think it's a foregone conclusion that this is going to be the worst Steelers team since 2003, and the defense... For all the preseason talk and all the accolades, and as well as they played in that Buffalo game, you can't play well when you don't have your two starting outside linebackers, when you don't have Stefan Tilt, when you don't have Tyson Alou. They didn't have four starters today. Stefan Tuitt. You're not going to win football games with a putrid offense if you got five backups out there on the defensive side. It's just not going to happen. But the problem is they're going to dig themselves too big of a hole. Maybe they already have, as weird as that sounds, at 1-2, and two, given who they played, that even when they get healthy on defense, it might be too little too late. And I just don't know where the offense is going to come from. Like, if the offense gets better, how? We can play the game of what were the bright spots for the Steelers today. And I think a lot of people would say, well, two of the rookies, Pat Fryermuth and Najee Harris. Well, Najee Harris was targeted 19 times. The reason that happens is because no mother bleepers are getting open down the field. You're not throwing it to your running back 19 times by choice. He also had at least three by my count drops. He looks dynamic in the open field, and I think he's a very good player, and he's only going to get better. But if you want to tell me that that's the bright spot, well, there's still some bad to go with the bright. And we saw Pat Fryermuth, who did not drop a single red zone touchdown, or catch, excuse me, in college. There's he, still a true statement what you said. Yeah. He didn't drop any red zone touchdowns either. He didn't drop any red zone passes in college. Four years. Don't think he went all four. Three years. <laughs> Might have been two. Two years at the least. Maybe three. In three. college. It's three. <laughs> Regardless, he dropped one today in, of course, the red zone. Game three. You want another bright spot, maybe. Well, they used Derek Watt. We've been asking for the yeah! fullback. Yeah! Yeah, that worked great. They used him? Yeah, that worked great. Get out of here. That was outstanding. How many plays? Uh, well, they threw it to him once. What? Yeah, they yeah. did. They yeah. did. Did he ran, catch it? Yes. Ran it behind him once. Yeah, they did. When yeah, did that happen? In his hands. Yeah. That can't be yeah. right. No, that happened. That's got to yeah. be a misprint. Certainly did happen. Yeah. It's good. That's, uh, Subway's going to be paying a little more for the next one. I can tell you that much. Where was the impact? Uh, it was not made. What? What? <laughs> what? The Steelers' defense, for the first time, and I believe the number is 876 games, did not have a sack. And that's going to happen when you don't have T.J. Watt, and that's going to happen when you don't have uh, Stephon Tuitt, and you don't have Alex Highsmith, and you don't have Tyson Alualu. Well, but it still shouldn't. You still should be able to get Joe Burrow on the ground once. They missed a couple of sacks early. Cam Hayward had a chance to get him on the ground. There's a reason why Cam Hayward's paid as much money as he's paid, too. And he was excellent in week number one. Maybe the best game of his Steelers career. But he needs to be the guy out there on a day like today. And nobody was the guy out there. I mean, Terrell Edmonds had a pick. Congratulations. He should shoot fireworks out of his ass because he never does <laughs> stuff like that. But... Again, the positive, if you want to say, well, hey, they got an interception. Terrell Edmonds, he finally made a splash play. Okay, no sacks on Joe Burrow. They had allowed nine sacks coming into the game. You do have to qualify that interception as like an accidental pop-up that 
Not a great throw <laughs> Not, because I mean, his receiver's open. I mean, if he didn't, he had to catch that. That is like you look yes. up and there's a ball. Yes, like, you're calling for a fair catch on that one if you are a punt yeah. returner, or you're you're shading out your eyes on that one if you are playing baseball. Yep. So even the bright spot interception, eh. Eh, it's easy. <laughs> it's Make <bang>. that play. <laughs> so I'm looking at the schedule right now, and mm. honestly. I don't think the next game that you can realistically expect the Steelers to win might not be until November 8th. Take us through it. When the Bears come to town. Oh, you want to play read the schedule game? I, I love, love read game. the schedule well, okay, game. Okay, up next we're going up to Lambeau Field. Ah, uh, frozen tundra. Uh, That's a loss. Then Denver comes to town. That's a sneaky, tough game now all of a sudden. Denver's 3-0. and They might be 4 Tom, can I just stop themselves. you here? I know you want to do your whole analysis uh, thing. They're all sneaky tough now because they can't. <laughs> They can't score points. You got a bad team. Everything's sneaky tough. They, they, yeah, they scored a touchdown today. Right. They keep scoring a touchdown. They're good for a touchdown a game. That's where I was about to go. Like, if any of these teams score 14 points, it's like, over. the game's over. The Bengals yeah. scored a touchdown today, and I thought, that might do it. How do you feel about the Seahawks coming to town on Sunday night? Not football? good, Cotton. Not good about that? No? Okay, they're one and two. Then you go to the Browns, but you get a bye week before the Browns, so maybe Ben will be rested up. Oh, perfect. It's we'll Halloween be all right on the bye too. week. By week, they should not lose. <laughs> not a but that's usually when guys get arrested, so keep an eye out for that. <laughs> it's Halloween night, too, so he'll look right at home as a corpse on the field. Wait a second. Bears and Steelers. Wait a second. Is that Monday night Wait game? a second. What? No, you got to pause. Yeah, Why? Stop back to There's Halloween. There's a lot of, a lot of they're stuff. Play, they're playing the Browns on Halloween, baby. Oh, Sunday. That's, that's not what yeah, you want. October 31st. Night game? No, 1 o'clock. Oh, that helps. It could get flexed. Could get flexed. But it's 1 o'clock. You know what? Do you see, My, do you see what Miles Garrett did today? I did not. Oh, he had four and a half sacks. Get out of town. He did. Four and a half? That happened. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a tough one. Bears <laughs> at Steelers. No, Monday come night on. Football. Our line can stop. They that. might win that one. <laughs> I think that's where we stop the game. Because you I know think what? That's the one they win. You know what? The Justin Bears Fields did. had like 57 uh, passing yards last I looked today. How many points did the Bears score? I, I'm not looking at it right I now. I think they scored like nine, which is tough for the Steelers. I don't so, Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Then they got the Lions at home, though. So. The Lions today put up a fight against the Ravens. Honestly, they could have probably won that game or should have won that game. Mm -hmm. You can give the Lions a win in that one. So Lions are technically one and two. Steelers at Chargers and then Bengals again on the road. Back to back. Can't beat the Bengals like at that. home. Tomlin you go to the jungle. To the West Coast either. So he's losing to the Chargers. Ravens at home. Yeah. That's a loss. By that time, don't forget, like Mason's probably quarterback. That's true. In, so we're winning all these games. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, no, I am not saying that. Okay. So in Minnesota, mm, tough place to play. They just waxed the Seahawks, who we said earlier already beat us at Heinz Field on a Sunday night game. So that's tough. Titans and Steelers at Heinz. Titans are going to probably run all over. You almost us. done with this. Steelers at yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, I know. That's a lot like, of games. Oh, I'm pick it up. Steelers at Chiefs. That's a loss. Cool Browns before. and Steelers. Like now he's just dragging. I, I thought we were going to stop on November eighth. Yeah. I think they're going to win two or three games this year. So just cut it down. When are they going to win? Twice, maybe. Bears and Lions. <laughs> three win season. You're Fight, calling. Bears, Lions, and that's it. Listen, here here's the important thing to note if you're a Steelers fan hearing Tom's great schedule segment <laughs> and you're thinking, how bad can they be? How high can the draft pick be? Well, they will get TJ Watt back and they will get Alex Highsmith back and they beat Buffalo on the back oh. of their defense. This team's going to wind up winning six or seven games. No way. And they're going to be sitting right there or just outside the top ten, and they're going to have to get this year's equivalent of Mac Jones. Kenny Pickett. Like I said, this year's equivalent of <laughs> Mac Jones. I like it. 
I mean, Justin Tucker's nuts are massive. Which makes it all the more impressive he can swing should his leg it that count way. if it hits the crossbar? Yeah. yeah I think oh. that should be like no-go. Yeah. That no, that's just, just dead ball. I think that's he's so good at kicking that he like picks things to hit now. Mm. No. Like just to <laughs> No, it shouldn't be able he to He meant bounce. to doink yeah, in. Yeah, no, it it shouldn't like... be able to doink in. Did no, you guys I think notice? Before I, I saw him say off the crossbar. No, <laughs> like in baseball, you he hit did. the foul pole, it's a home run. It should be the opposite. You hit no, yellow, dude. it's no good. It's it, the line. If it's on the line. No good. It should be no good. It was in the air and he said, bank. He called bank. <laughs> okay, wait. He called it. Yeah. Okay. If he called it. Did you Dude. see the way that it banked into? Yeah. It it hit and kept it kept going like it drilled the net afterwards. That thing had some serious velocity. If you watch him watch the ball come off his foot, I mean, he kicks the absolute living piss out of that yeah. thing. Yeah. If there's no net, there's a child getting killed. Oh in my stands. god! Like it's going right through their face. And then John Steigerwald's like, "Why'd you put up the netting?" Yeah, I did not about player safety. I am obsessed with trying to put into context what it's going to feel like for Steelers fans this year. Because we haven't experienced it. And Stas Pirate fans. Well, Brian, you brought this up earlier because I said the Steelers haven't sucked out loud in a while. And you're like, yeah, but it hasn't all been roses. And you're right because it hasn't because there's been a lot of underachieving in there. And we don't have to go through the years, but there has been a lot of underachieving. I haven't won a Super Bowl since 2008. Went in 2010. Aaron Rodgers said, suck on this. Whoa. Sorry. LeBeau. But they haven't had a losing season since 2003, which set up the drafting of Ben Roethlisberger. The one thing Steelers fans do need to realize is we've been spoiled that they've always been in the damn thing. And even when they haven't been winning the damn thing, they've still been relevant. So there's a couple of things here. One, Yins better get ready because people are about to revel in this. Big oh, time. Man. Revel City. They already the, smell the blood. Dude, they already do. The 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 Bengals, as they're leaving the field, were waving to Steelers fans. Very reminiscent oh, yeah. of TJ Who's Your Mama back in the day. We're about to get our comeuppance, big Oh, oh the yeah. uppance is coming. There's no doubt about that. Oh, and yeah. yeah, study up on the 70s because you're going to have to use that we a lot for excuses. Very fluent in the yeah. 70s and the early to mid 2000s. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone needs to remember that when you are getting heckled by an opposition team's fan, mm -hmm. your response is, we got six. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where you got to go every time. We got time. six. Don't get caught Patriots. in the weeds. Just stick right with mm -hmm. the centerpiece of, of legacy. They're going to try to come six. at you. They're going to be like, yeah, but the 70 Steelers use steroids. Doesn't matter. We got six. It's allowed to happen. And they'll, they'll counter with Brady probably too. And then, I mean, hopefully by that time you've turned and are walking away and pretend you didn't hear that. Yes. But, <laughs> I mean, you just still, you got to stick to the six. But also play the percentages. There's only really one team out of 32 that could play that six card with you. So... 31 or 30 other fan bases that you're going to puff your chest out to, they can't do that. So your odds are you're good with that. We got six. Right. And you could possibly say maybe Brady's are condensed, but yeah. as a Steeler yeah. fan, you've had a longer tenure. Since of, the merger, things been pretty good for the Steelers. Yeah, okay? pretty, pretty it's damn good. It's not terrible. It's not bad. I mean, that's why there's only two cans of Icy Light in Mike Tomlin's fridge, because they've only had three coaches, and they do the Icy Light tradition. But it is time to pop. It is time to pay the piper now. 
You want to take it again? Up. Yeah, can I? Yeah. <clears throat> Ready from the top. Time to pay it. Guys, you know what time it is? What, what time? It's time to pay the Piper. Uh, if you're a Steelers fan. All right. We've been living in glory for way too long. And now our world has come crashing down around us at warp speed real fast. And and look, I know you're holding out hope. I know you're holding out hope that possibly you find a quarterback in the draft that is a gem that no one notices. That of course. You, and maybe it gets on track in three to four years. It well, comes right back. But you're looking legitimately at at least five years of, see, of down. See, that's I totally disagree. I mean, you could be. I mean, you absolutely yeah, I could I mean, be. if you don't do the exact right things, this could go very bad. Yes. Like, you cannot act business as usual anymore with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. But you well, can hit the lottery and get Russell Wilson in the third round. Yeah, I don't even think it needs to quite be that. I mean, if they suck this year, you get a first-round guy, and if he's anywhere near competent, then you're still going to have a good defense. Uh, that's not changing because you're paying these guys. Cam Hayward's going to get a little bit older, yada, yada. But my second point behind the everyone's going to revel in this is it could definitely go bad. And maybe it's more likely than not that it goes bad. But there's no guarantee that it has to. You see it all the time in the National Football League that teams can turn the page fairly quickly and all of a sudden you're a contender. Uh, I, I think we, we've seen it with the 49ers. They were in the Super Bowl against the Ravens back in 2011, and then they had a lot of success. Colin Kaepernick and uh, Harbaugh was there, and brief respite, and they come back, and, and they're a contender just a couple of years later. It can happen. Uh, I don't think all of a sudden... Because the Penguins are starting to fade as well, and I think we're going to see that a little bit this year. We're not definitely going back to the 80s. We might be going back to the 80s, but we're not definitely going back to the 80s. How about Zach Taylor today? Zach Taylor had a great locker room speech for the Bengals afterwards. He says it feels good to win an AFC North game. It feels good to win on the road, which makes you want to cry because they're 0-2 at Heinz Field. They just lost to a team that's celebrating winning on the road because they never went on the freaking road. And he said, and it feels great to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they did the whole who day, who day. They got their quarterback. They got their head start. The Browns, I still don't believe in Baker Mayfield, but they got a head so start good, on, yeah. on that roster They're build. So good, yeah. And and Baker Mayfield's not bad. Like yeah. that that much I will you take him over Ben right now, that's for sure. Yeah, there's yeah, no, there's no yeah. one. I don't know what sound I made, but there's no one. I'm. Not, who am I not? To, we can play that game. Yeah, we we played it, it earlier a little bit. Did you guys it play that tough. game? Yeah. Like we get to the weeds of like Carson Wentz, and I think I'm still taking Carson Wentz yeah. over him at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, Tyrod Taylor with the punctured lung. Yeah, maybe. Oh, for sure. If he's yeah. healthy. Yeah. I mean, he beat the Jags. Tyrod looked good against Cleveland last week. Then he, he got hurt again. I. There's not a lot of give me give me another one. I like that Taylor Heineke Daniel him. Jones. Now that's a tough yes. one. Yes, I think I'd take him though because yes. at least he'd be able to make things happen with his feet. Out well, there. his like, pro- Ben's problem is well he they can't move the ball or score in a touchdown a game, but he's also turning it over. Like he he threw two interceptions today. One was just uh, hor- I don't want to play horrendous. this game anymore. If we keep pulling at this string, we're gonna end up at the the stop sign of Ben Roethlisberger is the worst quarterback in the NFL, and I don't want to play that game. I'm not I'm actually playing that game. I don't think I would actually take Taylor Heineke over him. Really? Because I, I might. I might. Jameis? 
Yeah, right. I take James I, out of annoyance factor, probably not. I, <laughs> I just James. don't want he that just guy on the our team. and kick the Patriots' ass. All right, this is an aside. Eating his fingers, COVID. No. Yeah, this is a podcast, <laughs> so we could do a little aside here while we're doing quarterback talk. Jameis Winston, we all remember, as Brian alluded to there, the E to W bull. You know, <laughs> he was in the middle of a huddle today. And they were doing the whole rah rah this boom ba thing, and I don't know who was giving the pep talk for the Saints, but whoever it was said, "You got your brother's back," and Jameis Winston puts his hand on the guy next to him's back. Uh, right, his brother. Yeah, he's it's his brother. He's gonna put his hand around his back. Then he goes, "Look to the left. Look to your right." That's who you're doing this for. To your brother, to your left, to your right. And when he says, look at your brother, Jameis Winston, he got up in the face of the guy next to him. Just eye to eye, an inch away. He's a freak. I like it. I want him. I take him over, Ben. I feel like he stole that speech from Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. (laughs) They're all idiots. Matt Ryan, would you take him over, Ben? They're both bags of bones. I don't want to play the game anymore. Troy Aikman. Yes. Aikman Aikman works out. Look at the way his pecs punch through his overcoat. Meanwhile, freaking Ben hurt a peck in week two. Okay. Go with me on this one. Okay. Last one. How far-fetched is it? Tony Romo. Yeah. Right there with you, my man. You are right there with me, my man. It's not far-fetched. I keep thinking about that, and then I'm thinking about next year are we in the Rodgers sweepstake? Our line is so bad. Why would Romo or Rogers want to come and play behind yeah. our offensive line? They won't. They're not getting hit in the booth. No, they're not going to want to. Rogers is going to look at our roster and he's going to look at Green Bay and he's going to be like, "I want out of Green Bay because they don't support me. I'm not coming to not even worse support." Like, <laughs> Tony Romo is 41 years old, so he's actually a couple years older than Ben. But he's been fresh for the last couple of years. He's never going to be fresh again. They broke I... his spine. <laughs> they did break his spine. You know what? Jameis looks nice in those Saints unis, though. You think that's the difference? I really like the all-white Saints uniforms. Look good, feel good, play good kind of thing going on. I think... Look good, feel good, play good? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? To your point about would you take Jameis over Ben and you saying yes, I mean, Drew Brees was dead last year the way that Ben Roethlisberger is now, and Jameis, I haven't even looked at his stat line today, but hey, he's 2-1. He put up 28 points. It's all about putting up points. Uh, Taysom Hill, I guess, ran yeah. for some because, of course, that's got to keep happening. Listen, the, all I know is the Saints offense starts Jameis Winston at quarterback, and they scored 28 points on the road and won. That's the facts. I can't imagine Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston actually getting along. One's a Mormon in, like, 40 because he came out of college late, and the other's Jameis Winston. Can't imagine that that works very well in the locker room. Yeah, I think Mormons frown upon eating yourself. I want to cancel some peeps. You want to get right into it already? Oh, yeah. Those eyes are getting a little too aggressive for me. That's uh, football season. Yeah, I'm gonna the, today. My thing. I'm gonna. Add a, uh, I am in my is element. That a donkey? Like, I don't know. So what I'm gonna add? <laughs> in my prime when football season is here. Who are you canceling? Bees. 
Bees. Bees? Bees. The, the insects? Like the little bzzz. buzzers. Like honey? Eh, it could be carpenter. That's ants. Perhaps yellow. <laughs> There's carpenter bees. There's no, carpenter there's bees. Not. Oh, that there absolutely ants. is. I don't yeah, believe ba that. Bald bees. They're eagles. <laughs> no, there are carpenter bees. You guys are going to look real dumb when you go on Google after this. Clown bees. Those <laughs> are fish. Uh, plumber bees. Oh, right. Those are cracks. <laughs> carpenter bees. Why the hell would you cancel the bee? They're yeah, the friend of man. Why? why? I'm willing to listen. I'm so, willing to cancel. I just need to hear why. I don't know if I am. Last week, here, Mount. Tom, you'll remember this, I, I would think, but last week I canceled pears. Oh, that's right. You, you did. did? Oh, yeah. I have a I pear tree again. in my backyard. There. No, I listen, though. You, you guys put there. it up on the web. Yeah, it was up on the internet.com. Yeah, I, I can hear that. Uh, the pear tree, it's shedding pears. I, I probably got rid of like 300 pears this weekend. They fall, they get messy, then the deer jump into our yard, they start to chew them, so they're rotting and they're half-eaten, and the bees, they want to get on that shiz because they need to do their nectaring, Yes, and it's all sugary. Sugar, they like the sugar. So I kid you not, there were probably two, three hundred bees in my backyard. You could hear them. You could, from my house, oh, wow. I'm talking like 20 yards away, you could hear these mother bleeping bees. <laughs> and I put on my sweatshirt. I pulled up a hoodie, put a mask on, threw my glasses on, had sweatpants, put on some gloves. I looked like an ass. <laughs> it was pretty warm. I'm sweating. And I put garlic all over the pears because yeah. apparently bees don't like garlic. That's vampires. <sighs> Damn it. Well, I bet the bats were pissed. The bats were real pissed because yeah. they were hungry for some pears. Yeah. They couldn't get to them. Yeah, it didn't do anything. Uh, the bees still hung I know, around. It's for vampires. Yeah, my backyard smells like a pizza joint, but yeah. there's I mean, still bees. Who doesn't love bees. garlic? I mean, bees are like bees sweet. Love, bees are all over I that. love it what you're putting on us. So I see all these bees, and I think, what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to kill them. Whoa. That's horrible. I got a daughter. I don't know if she's allergic. I don't know how you know when they're allergic. They just get stung, get I suppose. Stung. And then, it's yeah, like then a game of Russian roulette, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's not comforting. You send her to Florida and see if she comes back alive. If she is, she's good. That's literally how you find out, though. It's like an effed up game of Russian roulette that nature plays with you, where you just get stung by a bee for the first time, and it's like, well, I guess I got five minutes to decide you know what, if I'm though? dying or not. Yep, good with milk, too. Really Peanuts, A-okay. I'm going to make them earn that, though. They're not just going to get to sting her. That first sting is going to be Yeah, hard. they got to earn that. So what I did, I did this backwards. I collected half the pears, bagged them up, and I got rid of them. But after that, I thought, okay, I got to kill these bastards. Like, wait, this story started with murder. So by getting rid of the pears, what do you mean? I'm, I literally took a snow shovel and was shoveling these pears and putting them in trash bags. Uh. So... I did that first, okay, and then I killed the bees after because they were still hanging around with all the mashed friggin' mother bleeping pears. <laughs> so I B raided the piss out of them. You used raid B raid because it's a special raid. Two cans at one time. I used You're one can, fisting. a big can, big sprayer. Were you talking crap the whole time? Oh, but yeah. and this is instant, right? Like once that spray hits the bee, they drop. Uh, no. Oh, so you're kind of just spraying it around, and they're still buzzing around. Yeah. If they, some of them did. Some of them did. Some of them went down immediately, and it was friggin' that. Like, that's not a good way to die, I don't think. And then other ones, it wasn't quite no, as ca fast. chemical warfare is not a good way it's to not, die. It's <laughs> not good. I, I agent orange them is what I did. Yeah, you napalm them. So I had, to, I had to, today, get all the corpses, because there were a bunch of dead bees. 
in my backyard. And you, you know what? You know what I felt bag. bad about bad about a little bit is when I was shoveling the pears. Yeah, they didn't come after me. <laughs> At all? Not they at all. They let you just do your thing and just buzz around? I'm, t- I'm telling you, there's hundreds of bees, and I'm shoveling the thing that they're all on, and they didn't come after Bees me. are surprisingly docile creatures. They really were. Wait, wait, and I murdered wait, them. Wait, <laughs> all of them. You, all dead. It was bee genocide. So, like, the, like the bees turn around, and there's the crowd man mm-hmm. with the damn gauntlet and all the infinity stones and just wipes yeah. out bee population with the snap of yeah. a finger yes. like that. Bee Steve Rogers was like, my God. I killed I, a moth, too. I did, why? Why did you kill him? What are you doing? Crime of passion. Oh my god! He was there. This poor mod. He was a witness. Stray. I think you, we should cancel you. It's like the Osama bin Laden of like the insect world. What's your middle name? Richard. Richard. So it's now Adam Richard Crowley because you're a mass murderer, a mass murderer. and that's what they do with mass murders. They give them three names. I don't know if I can allow this cancel. Actually, let me go back. First of all, the problem is the damn pear tree. Why don't yeah. you kill the tree? We are going to cut the pear tree down. Well, why? I canceled it? it last week. All these bees are dead. Though. But it's why don't late. these bees have died? Because you have neglected to take a simple saw out to kill the root of this problem. No pun intended. And take that pear tree out. That pear tree is the problem, not the bees. The bees are an innocent. The bees are somewhat like the Afghans, right? They're like the Afghanis. They're the bees are now a byproduct of your war with this tree, and it sucks for them. And I feel bad for the bees. And actually, you should probably be canceled for mass murdering one of the creatures that might save the earth. So we're canceling Crowley? I I don't know. I I mean I'm in this is uncharted waters here. I don't want to cancel my friend Adam nah. Richard. But Crowley. he's a mass murderer. You can call me Adam Richard Crowley. We'll let the public decide what to do with me. But bees, they're canceled. I. What do you got, Tom? I am going to cancel Bruce Arians in that stupid little fanny pack that he wears around his chest. They were the game of the week uh, <laughs> this past Sunday. And Bruce Arians, they all say, oh, look at him. He puts his little mic pack on his chest because he probably hates it being on his hip. No, that's not a mic pack. That's a goddamn fanny pack. The difference <laughs> is night and day. And I'm not going to let him slide that BS past my plate any time anymore. I hate Bruce Arians' little fanny pack. What do you think he would keep in his fanny pack? Mustache comb. I think he'd have a mustache yeah. comb for sure. He's also the type of guy that would have just a regular comb, even though he's bald, because he's not like the totally bald guy. He's still got that little bit of hair around him. So Gangle those, hat. Yeah. Those guys love to like keep on to that little last vestige of hope and be like, yeah, I'll comb this little horseshoe that I have. SPF 50. Yeah. I, oh, I, that's I, a yeah. great call. Actually, he's more of a zinc guy, I feel like. Right you on know, the, like nose. the nose. Oh, there's stuff. zinc yeah. too, but I think he's got Tic Tacs, but only like two wow. out of the box. He's orange Tic Tac guy too. No, not orange Tic Tac. Oh. He's probably green one because that's like the real bad one, but it's it's only two by themselves, like just laying in the corner of that bag. <laughs> They've been in the bag yeah. for like six years. Uh-huh. They're a little bit melty. Yeah, Bruce Arians and that stupid fanny pack, you're canceled. <laughs> I'm waiting for your <sighs> I just never wanted you to make that sound again, so I was going to refrain from mine and see if you wouldn't put that in my ears. Who are you canceling? I'm canceling a couple people. This Jesus. is like, this is what? like just this is rat a tat tat of cancel back and forth. Right, I'm just lighting up. We'll fire them off. Ready? Yep. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to? Okay, I I thought I was going to shoot indiscriminately first. No, I want to cancel athletes and celebrities who endorse their own grill. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know George Foreman has a grill. Sure. And I like the George Foreman grill. Do not get me wrong. It has gotten me through some tough times. In the early years, that was my grill. Mm -hmm. That's how I cooked. I like that thing. Let the grease drip down. Forget to put the white thing under it. Eventually lose it. And grease goes everywhere. But it's cool. It's a great grill. It's a great grill. So, but then I realized that not only did he have a grill, but Gary Coleman. Of course. Also had a grill, grill. yes. And not the Coleman grill. Not like the Coleman grill uh, cooler company. Not that Coleman. Like, it's a literal Gary. Uh, It had an MP3 MP3 player in it. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and that's just, come on now. Okay, so two I can take, but now I'm out of it. Because somehow Bo Jackson has come back from the dead and has this grill. There's a Bo Jackson there grill? There is a Bo Jackson grill. He's in the grill game now, yeah. Yeah, and now, like, now, what's next? What happens next? Frank Thomas comes with the with this new grill that makes your, your penis grow? <laughs> is that what the next evolution yes. of this is? Stop yes. giving athletes and celebrities grills. We do not need them endorsing them, unless it's like Bobby Flay or something. That makes that sense. That makes sense. But not Bo Jackson. But the George Foreman grill is the best one of all the grills. He was yes, first to market. I mean, he yeah. did it in a it's cool, but now he's got to cancel just simply because Bo don't know no, grills. No. We don't. We don't have to cancel George Foreman. Love George Foreman. Look, this I, is my cancel, and I'm okay. canceling. If he all can right, cancel fine. bees who are going to save the planet, I can cancel all these all grill right, people. Right, cancel. Load it up. funny story i used to actually lay bacon out on my george foreman grill in college because i'd like the smell of fresh bacon in the morning and when the alarm would go off i'd set it and i'd cook the bacon then i'd go back to bed tom that that did not that's that's a what, movie what are you talking about that's that's a tv show actually it's from the office no. yeah and i burned my foot long story short i burned my foot in the foreman grill but no. cancel the next no that didn't happen yeah it did it happened to me not to you what's what's your next cancel that was it. I canceled the grill people. You said you had like three grill three people: Gary Coleman, George Foreman. <laughs> I thought he had like bang, bang. bang he did. He bang, bang, banged okay. them. Now let's get the hell out of here. Well, first, oh, I'm canceling that. <laughs> that what? Sick, that what? Sick son of a bitch, uh, Al Jolson. Uh, bitch. Oh, he just makes me so mad. I almost use a, a really bad curse word that I'd have to bleep out, and I don't want to have to do that work. But that bitch, Al Jolson, king of blackface, cancel Al Jolson. Countdown to kickoff Wednesday. Me, Tom, Benzie. If it's after Wednesday, you it's missed it. Podcast. You missed it. So, uh, what are you doing? Check it out any Wednesday. I want people to listen to that <laughs> show. Every Wednesday, Every Wednesday from seven to nine, you'll hear it's a Wednesday. it. I mean, if it's Thursday doing? though, it was yesterday. What are you doing? If you're listening on Friday, it was two days ago. You missed it. Check me out on Thursday. Hey, what I'll are you be doing at the on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> if it's Saturday and you're listening to this, well, then you, you made it was three days ago. He's trying to push his brand. <laughs> Check me out on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. I might write a blog. (laughs) Paul Cock. We're done.